The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, a new report has found that school uniforms could be restricting children to stay physically active, particularly for girls in primary school. But is it just uniforms that are to blame? Uh, the report was actually conducted by a Dublin-born doctor, Mairead Ryan, a researcher at the Faculty of Education and MRC Epidemiology Unit at the University of Cambridge, and it analysed data relating to the physical activity of more than 1 million children aged 5 to 17 in 135 different countries. So a very comprehensive analysis. Uh, I'm joined now by Senior Lecturer at the Royal College of Surgeons in Ireland and Clinical Lead of Childhood Obesity Services at Children's Health Ireland at Temple Street Hospital, Dr. Grace O'Malley. Grace, good morning. Morning, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. Is it too simplistic to say it's the school uniform and for girls it's the skirt? Well, I think we have to realise what type of study this is. So it's a great epidemiological study. And what that means for listeners, it looks at populations. So they looked at over a million children. Um, So they have lots of data. Um, But they're looking at countries where most schools use uniforms versus those who don't. And as you mentioned, in primary school, they saw that the girls had less activity if the school, if the country had a school uniform policy. Now, that the age is really important here because in primary school, children are building their fundamental motor skills. So you mentioned girls wearing skirts. So when you're a little girl and you're wearing a skirt, doing a tumble or a roll is a different thing to a boy wearing trousers, doing a tumble or a roll and learning how to kick and jump and climb. So I think definitely we need to take this into consideration in terms of what children have in terms of choice, particularly girls, around skirts versus trousers, so school tracksuits. And this was also um, highlighted in our active um, schools uh, programme, where having a choice of a uniform is really important, particularly where schools or where a skirt is the choice between a a, a, or or trousers. So that's really important. we also, it doesn't give us any idea of what facilities are available, though, because we do know that um, active travel to school, facilities within the school, um, facilities in the, within the neighbourhood are really important in terms of children's activity. And many many listeners would have seen Primetime last night looking at where access to playing fields around the country, particularly in, in South Dublin city centre, is a huge issue now, in all of the research that we, we have around physical activity, we see a difference between girls and boys. We know that the activity levels reduce as uh, as children age into adolescence. But we also know that uh, deprivation is really important. So what you have available in your neighbourhood, what you have available in terms of equipment and resources in your school, that all matters. So mm. schools definitely need to think about their uniform policy and whether teenage girls can realistically cycle to school if they have a long skirt on. It's very difficult. I've done it myself. It's not easy. You have to use a lot of brain power to try and make sure that the wind doesn't blow it up when you're cycling. Um, but also for little girls, that how can they really, you know, attain their motor skills if they're worried about um, their skirt going up? So schools have to think about that. But as a, as a community, we have to really think about what's available to our children. They have a right to play under the United uh, Convention on the Rights of the Child, and very many children do not have that right, unfortunately. And we see from the activity report card in 2022, Pat, that we're getting kind of Cs, a a C grade in general in Ireland, which is not good enough. And for children with disabilities, we're getting Ds and Fs, and it's not acceptable. So any listeners out there, when people come knocking at your door around your public representatives, Talk about what's available for your children. Are they able to play? 
Now, uh, play used to be, a long time ago when I was a kid, it was fairly random. Uh, We didn't have uh, playgrounds per se. We didn't have Mm -hmm. bars to swing out of. You just kind of swung out of a tree. And, you know, I lived beside the Phoenix Park. We ran and ran and ran up and down the magazine hill. That's how play was. Is is play too structured now? You know, in the schoolyard, don't be running around, you might fall. And what about the insurance? Yeah, well, it depends where you are. So you were very lucky to grow up beside a park and you had freedom to go out and play. Some children live in very concrete areas that don't have safe places to play. So you can count yourself as a lucky person in that respect. And you were able to learn how to climb trees, which is unfortunately something that many children now don't know how to do. Um, And we do know that's really important for their ongoing health and development. But there is a litigation element, particularly for schools. So school boards and the Board of Education in each school, they make the rules. So even if the government has a policy around increasing activity, the school board can decide whether or not to allow running in schools. And I think parents associations in general need to get more involved in this. It's it's a really sorry state of affairs if children's only... uh, opportunity to play actively with you know running is in school and if that's banned depending on where they live so we all need to really think about what are we doing for children because post-covid as well remember their activity levels went down and we have a huge important uh kind of challenge ahead of us for their physical health but also their mental health so that we really increase the opportunities Mm. to play actively and we know that, you know, screen time, how many times in a local park, and I've seen it many, many times, uh, kids after school and they're sitting on a park bench huddled around a phone. Yeah. And often many of, you know, a lot of children's friendships are, are being had online now, which is a new part of our lives that we, we have to understand and accept. But it's around um, having a boundary around screen time. So we do know that more than two hours of screen time a day really does have an impact on health for children negatively. So having screens in their lives is is important, but having a rule around it so that there's no more than two hours a day. And that if you are outside, actually what's very important that people may not realise is that that outside, being looking into the distance is very important for eye health. So when we're looking at screens up close, we're seeing increasing levels of eye problems and myopia. So when children are outside, just get them out, looking out into the distance yeah. to help their eye muscles. Um, a couple of things. Uh, peer pressure uh, is one whereby, you know, people did not cycle to school because it wasn't cool. Now, has that changed with the green agenda, you know, active travel and all the rest? Has that changed in schools, do you know? I think it depends, again, where you live. So some schools are making huge efforts to do to walk daily miles, to walk to school, to cycle to school. And it depends on where you're living, because if you have a safe road to cycle, then, of course, parents will be happy to let their child cycle to school or if there's a bike path. Um, but but if we're all just connecting all these little bits up around the country, there's there are efforts. It's definitely improved, I think, in the last 10 years in terms of policy and people trying to make changes. Um, but we just have to keep going and really push. We have to connect all the little dots up because it's there's little bits happening everywhere. Yeah. And the other bit of it is uh, we were talking about screens, but that whole thing of body image, we mentioned it earlier in the programme as well, that, you know, there are people trying to achieve, you know, the Instagrammable uh, image of themselves. And uh, I don't yeah, know what you really- do about that. Yeah, I think it's really important to, to disconnect um, moving for health to moving for for aesthetics. So we don't move to look a certain way. We all need to move for our, our health and development. And for children, that means so they can actually build 
healthy bones, a healthy heart. It's nothing to do with looks. It's how you feel and how you how your body functions. So that that's important that we don't kind of perpetuate that idea. And it's also important, I suppose, you mentioned cycling. I think media has an obligation as well to not promote that idea of cyclists against drivers because we hear that a lot on, on um, through the media and it's really important that we don't amplify that because, yes, there's terrible drivers and there's terrible cyclists and we all have, have to be responsible on the road. But we have to have a proper uh, active travel policy in Ireland. We, we just need it. And it's it's for the rest of our own health as adults, but for the generations behind us, it's vital. Yeah. Um, I mean, I cycle to school every day of my, my life, all through secondary school, every single day. Um, great. And how, how close were you, Pat, to the school? How many well, minutes did it, it take? Work, work it out from the Phoenix Park to O'Connell Schools in b- virtually in Ballybock. So that was about 15 minutes on the bike? Oh, no, uh, rather more, I would suspect. Well, <laughs> going to school, 15 minutes. Uh, on coming the way home. home from school, maybe a little bit longer. But, but also, I mean, traffic wasn't the issue. Yeah, there's less cars on the road. That's for sure. We used to speed along, racing bikes, head down, you know. But that peer idea is really important, Pat. So it was fun for you and your group to cycle to school. And that's something really important that we promote the idea of cycling together um, and adult cycling to work. And that, that body image bit is really important, as you mentioned. So for girls, it's very important that they have adequate facilities to change clothes, for example, particularly as, as girls and boys are growing going through puberty um, and for girls who are menstruating it's really important that let's say when they're doing their GAA or their soccer that they have somewhere to go to the toilet a lot of clubs don't even have a toilet facilities in their club and so more barriers but we just have to work together to okay and a a final comment from Adrienne in my daughter's secondary school they could wear skirts or trousers 95% chose to wear the skirt That's good. That's what choice is for. (laughs) All right. Dr. Grace O'Malley, Senior Lecturer at the Royal College of Surgeons in Ireland, Clinical Lead of Childhood Obesity Service at Children's Health Ireland at Temple Street Hospital. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.